Saturday. Uh, uh. Hey, folks. Welcome back to the Basement Show podcast. This is a short, you know, a lot of these are probably out there working, you know, in the rain, especially in Mass. So uh, people probably know what this is right here. <laughs> You're going to announce it anyway because that's what we do. So hit yes. them off. Hit them with the haul. Ryan. Ah, T. What do you know about the Cola Wars? Uh, a lot of people got diabetes. <laughs> uh, probably. Probably. Oh, Lordy. Oh, Lordy. Lordy. Yep. Okay, today we're going to talk about the Cola Wars, Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. Okay. Everybody has a team. What That's team right. are you on? You on Coke or Pepsi? I don't you know oh, why? You it's know difficult. Can we talk about All it right. after? I'll, we'll, we'll get the votes at I'll the give end. you. I'll give you my like honest <laughs> opinion in like under 30 seconds. Okay. Now or later? Later? No, later. Okay, after. Okay. I want to learn the what? stuff so I can sound smart. <laughs> T, come on. What have you heard about the Cola Wars? In today's world, almost everyone knows that there is a long, ferocious rivalry between Coke and Pepsi. Mm-hmm. These are two. These are the the two favorite sodas of people, and both of them strongly hold their place in, on the market thanks to loyal customers. Mm-hmm. The Great Cola Wars of 1980s were an ideological rivalry between Coca-Cola and PepsiCo. Mm. Two superpowers. Yes. Combine our colas together. (laughs) Battling each other for global fame and supremacy. People even burnt their eyebrows off of this, didn't (laughs) didn't they? Oh, they kind of did. He's still the king, though. And after all those years, you can still see the tension between Coke and Pepsi. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it happens underground. But there are times when they express it clearly in their communications and commercials. Yeah, they do. So let's learn a little more about the Cola Wars and how they changed economics, culture, and the general soft drink industry all over the world. All right. Before we review the concept of Cola Wars, let's take a quick, brief history of the two participants in this confrontation, Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Okay. The first Coca-Cola was created in 1886 by a pharmacist in Columbus, Georgia, who started to sell sodas. Mm -hmm. But only after six years, the Coca-Cola company was founded by an Atlanta pharmacist who secured the recipe for the first original cola. Interestingly, Coca-Cola contained small amounts of cocaine until 1929, when it was canceled. Along with the cocaine tooth drops. (laughs) A little pep in your step, baby. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love a good little trace amount of cocaine <laughs> with the effervescent refreshment hauls? Okay. Another pharmacist, full of inspiration after seeing the success of Coca-Cola and yeah. a little bit of cocaine, uh-huh. invented his drink in 1893 in North Carolina. Come on and raise up. <laughs> At first... I know that song. I know we do. At first, his soda was called Brad's Drink. Oh, wrong name. <laughs> but we brand. can probably all guess that it shouldn't be the name for the brand with such big intentions. So he changed his soda's name from Brad's Drink to Pepsi-Cola in 1898 and founded the Pepsi-Cola Company in 1902. Damn. As both companies were established in the market, it meant that they were automatically competitors. So the two companies competed against each other from the beginning. Hmm. It also provoked by the fact that their products were and are not all that radically different from each other. Not really. (laughs) Even though you favor one over the other, you would normally easily replace it with the other one. 
Both of these organizations understood that the battle was not about who had the superior product, but about who could provide the best customer experience and create the best brand image. But you get that a lot. Like if you go out to a restaurant or something and you go, oh, yeah, I'll have a Coke, and they'll go, uh, so Pepsi okay? Pepsi okay. Pepsi okay? See, I'll pick different. <laughs> I'll pick different. I, I, I have to have consistency in my... I understand. In my, you know that. I understand. How many yes. Mountain Dews have we drank today? <laughs> okay. I'm, I figure I keep them in, in pretty good, uh, nice shoes by yeah. all the Mountain oh Dews. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you should own corporate stock. I should. Even though the war started from the very beginning, the term Cola Wars emerged after a few years. The Cola Wars was created to define the Coca-Cola company and PepsiCo's advertising and marketing strategies in competition. Coca-Cola has long been the most popular cola in most nations, followed by Pepsi. Both have maintained positions formed at their respective inceptions and their respective communique. Mm -hmm. While Coke's advertising was traditionally focused on emotions like nostalgia, family, and friends— and provided its customers with valuable feelings. Oh, please. Pepsi, on the other hand, has been positioning itself as a youthful brand, a modern, fast-developing company that could keep up with the social shift of a new generation of young people. Mm -hmm. Even today, they carry the same ideology. Coca-Cola has always been one step ahead of Pepsi, so it had decided that most important thing was to maintain the wholesome image as America's most popular beverage, that people associated with special memories and feelings. Meanwhile, Pepsi decided to fight Coke with these two strategies, keeping prices low and offering more Kohler and larger bottles. The interesting thing is that both companies could do their best to convince people to buy their product, but they weren't coming out with new models of their product every year. They just added some little details to the product. For example... Pepsi added straws to make its drinks more convenient for customers. The real war was going on between the marketing people in these huge companies. Oh, you mean fighting over money? <laughs> oh, that's something yeah. different. Over the next several decades, the cola wars escalated, with Coke emerging as the more popular drink. Mm. Coca-Cola began its famous Santa Claus advertising in 1931 <laughs> and positioned it as a pleasant drink that could be enjoyed all year. Yeah, they got a lot of credit for yeah, um, know, the nostalgia. Santa in the red suit. I know. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, the Pepsi-Cola company was struggling financially. <laughs> Both Coke and Pepsi prioritized point-of-sale promotion, placing their products in restaurants and getting businesses to encourage customers to buy the product. <laughs> During World War II, Coca-Cola advertises itself as a patriotic brand that greeted Americans everywhere they went in a series of commercials. Pepsi stated that because it had more calories, it was beneficial for soldiers and it contributed vitality to the American military efforts. <laughs> That's a bit of a stretch, I think. I, I think so. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Speaking of Cola Wars, it's important to mention that Pepsi had to import sugar from Mexico because Coke worked closely with the government and was exempt from sugar rationing. Hmm. Coke was prioritized by the U.S. government. To meet the demand of soldiers who drank 5 billion bottles of Coca-Cola throughout the battle, the firm built 64 bottling plants around the world. It was an unfair thing to happen to Pepsi, so they filed a complaint with the government, but nothing was done. 
Imagine that. Stop that. <laughs> Relax. Reel it in. We don't want to get kicked off. Hmm. It's a remarkable fact that in 1950, Coca-Cola referred to itself as Coke for the first time. Yeah, the new Coke, right? No, that oh, was in the 80s. Sorry. We'll get there. I know. Coming up with a brand nickname is a smart thing to do, but you know you are successful when people start using that nickname. Mm. The situation regarding the cola wars got tense in the 70s. Only 4% of cola drinkers claimed to drink Pepsi exclusively, whereas 18% claimed to drink Coke exclusively. Mm. But Pepsi came up with a marketing campaign that was the boom in the cola wars. It was a kind of clear declaration that the ideological fight between these two brands was much bigger than it seemed to be. In 1975, Pepsi started a marketing campaign referred to as the Pepsi Challenge. The concept of the campaign was to conduct a blind taste test to show more people preferred Pepsi over Coke. Right. I remember that. Take the Pepsi Challenge. Mm -hmm. Pepsi easily filtered moments when people used Coke over Pepsi. But interestingly... Even when they tested in a controlled environment, Pepsi would be preferred about 57% of the time. Furthermore, Coca-Cola's internal tests revealed the same results. Soon after, Coke started losing its customers, while Pepsi exclusively climbed to 11%. And this occurred during a period when Coke spent far more money on advertising than Pepsi. Oh. This was an unimaginable fact. For the first time in almost a century, Pepsi had almost caught up with Coke. Oof. They're doing it. Yep. Oh, boy. Just over this hill. <laughs> Follow me. Follow me uh, right over the ridge. Yep. Coke realized something was amiss, and they needed to make big changes. In 1980, they switched from sugar to high-fructose corn syrup as their primary sweetener. In 1982, they also put the Coke brand on another product, their new artificial sweetened product called Diet Coke for the first time. Ugh. Pepsi had such a product referred to as Diet Pepsi. Meanwhile, the cola wars are escalating. Coke was losing market share to Pepsi in artificially sweetened beverages. It had dropped from a market share of 60% during World War II to only 24% by 1983. It was at this moment Coca-Cola decided to invent a new taste of Coke made with different flavors and ingredients. The common consensus was that Pepsi was sweeter and smoother tasting, while Coke was said to have a straight, stronger taste. Um, and I lost my place. Sorry. Coke's vice president of marketing and president of the United States oversaw a secret project to modify Coke's recipe so that it could compete with Pepsi in taste testing and people would change their sides back to the way of American life, Coca-Cola. They eventually, oh, I know, they're heavy on this it. This is getting brutal. Oh, yeah. That's, gloves off. Oof. They eventually got to the point in the Cola Wars where they won by 50% of the blind tests and were frequently defeating Pepsi by 6 to 8 over a lot of hard work and research. Coke did everything in response to Pepsi to invent a product that could defeat Pepsi's taste even in blind conditions. Mm -hmm. So what was left to do in the Cola Wars? After 99 years, Coca-Cola proudly revealed the formula for their famous soft drink would be changed. Everyone started to refer to it as New Coke. Mm. Oh, mm. oh boy. Mm -hmm. The thing that made Coke drinkers even angrier was that they weren't going to use the same formula. Instead, it would be retired, and they would sell it as a separate product. People were curious about the new beverage, 
So initial Coke sales increased by 8% after the announcement. They made headlines around the world and stock of Coca-Cola increased. Oh, but get ready. Mm. We're about to plummet. Mm. However, because it became a cultural landmark, you are probably aware of what happened afterwards. The public's reaction to New Coke was fast, harsh, and unfavorable. Over 40,000 complaints were sent to Coke protesting the altered formula. <laughs> Put it back! Now! The Coke hotline received a wave of negative calls demanding the old Coke be brought back since it was considered not just a simple drink, but almost a cultural heritage of American people. Oh, the drama. <laughs> exactly. Just drink the friggin' soda. Do you like Coke or do you like Pepsi? Drink the one you want. Oh, no. It's yeah. not that simple. Consumer stage protests in cities where new Coke was introduced. Can you imagine that? People just outside with signs, just actually, protesting. Actually, T, yeah? a, I got to show you this picture that my mom took one time. Yeah. It's pro I was probably the best looking I've ever been on the beach. <laughs> yeah. You ready? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever, ever seen it. Oh, I've seen it. It's with the, the football? The, 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 sun, the sunset behind you and the Coke? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and, and it says new Coke. Yeah. On the label. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I, well, okay. I'm going to tell you which one I like as soon as you're done. Okay. Better. <laughs> I think you can guess at this point. I think so. While some people attempted to import old Coke from other countries, there were founding groups such as Old Cola Drinkers of America. Oh. People liked the new Coke. The taste was good, but it was clear from the beginning that the taste wasn't important, but the experience that was connected to it. What happens after has made a, a, a new Coke one of the most interesting cases in the world of history, uh, in the world of marketing. Pepsi, for its part, ran a full-page advertisement in the New York Times proclaiming victory in the Cola Wars. Mm -hmm. But the victory was very early to celebrate. Even more, no one knew that Coke was coming back with full power. <laughs> the Coca-Cola Corporation made an announcement after only 79 days, starting that the uh, Coca-Cola company would be bringing back the old formula under the name Coca-Cola Classic. Oh. Coke executives anticipated the Coke Classic would be a one-time thing behind the scenes. The critics would fade away, and that was it. Coca-Cola would be the brand name for the new formula. That, however, never occurred. Coca-Cola restored its previous recipe in 1992, only seven years after the new Coke formula was renamed Coke 2. Until 2009, Coke continued to use the term classic on its labels. In 1998, Coke 2 was only in a few markets and in 2002 officially retired. Despite the new Coke fiasco in the Cola Wars, Coca-Cola sales increased after it launched. Coke also introduced Cherry Coke in 1985, which was a huge success. The attention and exposure surrounding the new Coke launch, as well as the later reversal, resulted in a massive quantity of PR for the firm. Some conspiracy theories claim that the Coca-Cola company knew the reaction was coming all along and staged it to attract consumers to demonstrate support for the product. Many decades of conversations with the executives involved show that this was not the case. The Cola Wars have never really ended. Despite its gains in the 80s, Pepsi never surpassed Coke in terms of market share. Pepsi had its share of interesting product launches like Crystal Pepsi, which was a version of Pepsi with no coloring. I remember Crystal Pepsi. Mm -hmm. And then a few years ago, there was a huge internet uh, thing, 
and they brought it back, but mm-hmm. they had changed the formula. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like, this isn't the Crystal Pepsi. No. It's not the original. <laughs> I know. I'm dying. In a strange epilogue to the new Coke tale, the Coca-Cola Corporation announced in 2019 the new Coke would return for a limited-time promotion in connection with the Netflix series Stranger Things. They produced 500,000 cans and only sold them online. The demand for new Coke was so high, the company's servers were overwhelmed. (laughs) Even after all these years, restaurants don't serve both Coke and Pepsi since the two companies are a rivalry. And as a consequence, supplier contracts have been established that dictate that if you only order one of them, their product will be cheaper. To sum it up, the famous Cola Wars ended with the triumph of Coca-Cola's famous product, Diet Coke. Nowadays, both Coca-Cola and PepsiCo are global leaders in the beverage industry, offering consumers hundreds of beverage brands. Both companies succeeded in becoming widely loved soft drinks for people all over the world. Even though Coca-Cola always proved to be one step ahead of Pepsi, both of them have loyal customers that associate themselves with the brand. Nice. So, pop a tab on your favorite cola. Hopefully it's not tab because that cola stinks. And be sure to ring the bell to be notified when we drop new mediocre content. If you're feeling generous, like, share, subscribe. Uh, Ryan and I are off to do the Pepsi Challenge, but right. what are we doing next week, Ryan? Uh, we're coming back with a full episode and probably a six-pack cans <laughs> of Moxie. Moxie! Oh, we're going to get it started, oh, baby. Oh, gosh. Mm. All right, bye-bye.